Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shall we lift high the name of Jesus? Jesus! Hallelujah. Praise your name. May I ask everybody to sit down except the baptismal candidates? This is a very important date for you all. And shall we just stretch out our hands and pray for them as um, they come to make this public stand of their faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, that the Lord would himself confirm their faith and that from henceforth they would not be ashamed of the faith of Christ crucified, but they may be able to testify to the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ in their lives. <clears throat> Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for your children that today are declaring publicly that Jesus Christ is Lord of their lives. And even as they make this public proclamation and go through the waters of baptism in obedience to your word, even as the Holy Spirit fell on, the, on Jesus Christ uh, in, in the water, in the Jordan, and as he fell on the apostles on the day of Pentecost, I pray, Lord God, that there may be an encounter with the Holy Spirit, with each of them, in the name of Jesus, that they may never be the same again, that old things may truly pass away, but things may become new, that your power will be real in their lives, and that you use them for the extension of your kingdom. Let your name be put upon their minds and upon their heads and upon their lives that they may mark their generation for you, O Lord God. Father, we thank you for them and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's put our hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. You can take your seat. Hallelujah. You can sit down. Thank you. Thank you. Good afternoon, everybody. Um, I'm going to be speaking on the subject of various kinds of tongues and their interpretation. So, um, and I'm going to be running the gauntlet of this water. <laughs> Hallelujah. Holy Spirit baptism. <clears throat> the, um, the, the, the diverse gifts of tongues, of course, is, uh, is totally different from the the, the tongues that we use to speak, but I'm going to talk to us about three different ways in which tongues are mentioned in the Bible. Uh, our, ref, our major references are 1 Corinthians 12 and 1 Corinthians 14. In, in tongues, as, as, they, as, they, as they are in the Bible, the way we can define them is a supernatural utterance that is given through the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, and and the, when, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you in this special way, you are able to speak a spiritual language that you have not learned. That's, that's how we can define tongues. The interpretation of tongues, on the other hand, we can define that as a supernatural verbalization and subsequent interpretation the, or the, to reveal the meaning of that diverse tongues. So um, the, 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 this interpretation operates out of the mind of the spirit, not out of the mind of, the, of man or the, or the individual that is giving the, the utterance. So that's, that's how I would define those two terms because it's a major 
things that we're going to be looking at uh, this afternoon. And I'm going to be making reference to a lot of scripture to help us to understand um, uh, the, the use of tongues. And when the Bible talks about tongues, what are we talking about? There are three ways in which the Bible talks about tongues in the Bible, three different types of tongues, if I can call it that. They have, first of all, um, an, unknown, an unknown tongue by which a, a person speaks to God and the uses are for edification, for prayer, for, uh, for as an aid to prophecy and, and for the refreshing. Uh, so that's the first type, and we're going to be looking at that in a minute. And then the second type is the sign for unbelievers, which we saw in evidence in, uh, in Acts chapter 2. And then the third type of tongue that the Bible talks about is a tongue that is understood, you know, a, a tongue that is eventually interpreted and which everybody understands the interpretation, and the purpose of it is to help us uh, and to edify the church. So those are the three different ways that uh, the Bible talks about tongues. So when we look at the first type of tongue, um, I'm just going to quickly go through the first two because it's not really uh, my topic. My topic is really the diversities of tongues. The first type of tongue is the Holy Spirit help to us in prayer. Bible talks in, in, in Romans 8.26 that the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For we don't know what we ought to pray for and how we ought to pray for it. But he helps us to, with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. So the tongue that everybody receives when you come to faith in Jesus Christ and you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, that tongue is to enable you to, to, to pray, and the Holy Spirit comes to help you. You don't know what to pray for. You pray in tongues, and the, the, you can be sure that the prayer that you pray is what God really wants to answer. And you also use the same tongue for personal edification. That is, as you, as you pray in tongues, you yourself, you're built up. You're edified, you're strengthened in your inner man. You're, Jude says in, in, in Jude verse 20, he says, But you, dear friends, you must build yourself up praying in the Holy Spirit. So as you pray in the Holy Spirit, you are strengthened on the inside of you. I know many times when even I am physically tired and I just take a, a few minutes, I, I probably sit down or lie down, and I'll just pray in tongues. And by the end of half an hour, it's as if, you know, I, I got a, a breath of fresh air. And I'm strengthened and, you know, and livened up. You, when, when you pray in tongues, you're, you're switched on to the Holy Spirit. You're switched on to what God is wanting to do. And your spirit opens up to hear God better. So that, that is for your own personal use. Um, that... The, the tongues that we use in our personal prayer is directed to God. Well, of course, all prayers are directed to God. But, you know, when we pray with our understanding, everybody who is around us would understand what we're saying. And they can 
also be blessed by what we're saying. And we, sometimes when we pray, we pray for the benefit of those who are around us so that the prayers we pray would help them in whatever it is they, they're doing or the situation, or circumstance or, or challenges they may be facing. But when, when we pray in, the, in, in tongues, using our personal tongue that God has given us, we are directing our prayer to God and it's solely for the benefit of God and nobody around us is expected to understand us, but we are speaking by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 14 too, it says that when, when you speak in an, an unknown tongue, you will be speaking only to God since people won't be able to understand you. You will be speaking by the power of the Spirit, but it will be mysterious. You know, that's uh, the New Living Translation. That is, it's a mystery. What you're saying is a mystery. It's a mystery to you. It's a mystery to those who may be listening, if they, if they happen to be listening. But it's not for their benefit. Sometimes when you speak in tongues, you're, you, 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 you may even wonder, what am I saying? It sounds like gibberish or it sounds, it's like, sounds like, oh, it doesn't make sense or something. So, so it shouldn't make sense to you because you're not, you're not speaking for you. You're speaking for God. You're speaking to God. It's to God you're speaking. And in, in, to the ears of God, it is music. Even to you, it is a mystery. Hallelujah. And, and then when, when, you, when we're praying in tongues, it is the spirit that is praying through us. We may be the ones that are speaking it, but it is the spirit that is giving us the utterance. First Corinthians 14, 14 says, For if I pray in tongues, my spirit is praying, but I don't understand what I am saying. So that's the first kind of tongue. You know, when we pray in tongues, we are, we are yielding our member, our tongue to the Lord to use to pray the kind of prayers that God wants to answer. And even though we may not have a mental understanding of what we're saying, we know, however, that in the spirit, we're speaking mysteries that God wants to hear. Can I have an amen? amen. So that's the first kind of, of, of tongues. The second type of, of, of tongues is actually in fulfillment of, of prophecy in the book of Isaiah 28, verses 11 to, to 12, the, the Bible says, I will speak to my own people through strange languages and through the lips of foreigners, but even then they will not listen to me. Well, that's, that's a quote from 1 Corinthians 14, 21, but quoting from Isaiah. Uh, but, but, but Isaiah 28, 11, then verse 12 goes on to say, God has told his people, here is a place of rest. Let the weary rest here. This is a place of quiet rest, but they would not listen. You see, the, the, the prophecy that was given here is that because people, the, the people of Israel sinned against God, therefore God allowed them to find themselves amongst a people whose language they did not understand. And so they, they found themselves now confronted with a strange language. But in the New Testament, God redeemed that situation. And even though he still spoke to his people in, with stammering lips and with, with an unknown tongue, but this time it's in redemption as a sign to unbelievers 
that there is a God in heaven who has sent his son Jesus Christ to die for the sins of the world. And, and this, this God is the one who allows the followers of Jesus to be able to speak in tongues so that unbelievers can see that God exists. And they can, because of the wonder of God, come and give their lives to Christ. So the, this, the tongues is a sign. Jesus Christ said in, in Mark 16, said, These signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They will speak with new tongues. So as a believer, we, uh, uh, the, one of the signs that follow us is this ability to speak in a tongue, in a language that we have not learned. We didn't go to school to learn it. We didn't learn the grammar. We didn't learn the syntax. We didn't learn the vocabulary. We didn't have any, 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 any uh, sequence of uh, regular thing to, to, re to refer to. It, just, it was just, just something that God gives to us supernaturally. So it's a sign so that unbelievers can come to faith in Jesus Christ. But when we, we speak in tongues, privately, we, we, we speak in our unknown tongue. But when we come to the public, that is where the gift comes in. So we come to the diversities of, 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 of tongues. There's a third type of, of tongues that the Bible talks about along with all the other gifts of the Holy Spirit that are listed in, in both in, in, in 1 Corinthians uh, 12, uh, 14 and, and 1, Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 12 and, and, and uh, the rest of the Bible, the, the, the gifts of diversities of tongues is also a gift of the Holy Spirit along with prophecy, along with miracles, along with the word of wisdom, and, and, and all, all the gifts, that, all the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit that are listed, the diversities of tongues is a gift of the Holy Spirit. So um, it says in 1 Corinthians 12, 10, it says, he gives one person the power to perform miracles, and another, the ability to prophesy. He gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the Spirit of God or from another spirit. Still, another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages, while another is given the ability to interpret what is being said. So, we see that the diversities of tongues is a gift of the Holy Spirit, and we're talking in multiples of languages now. We're not just talking of one language. We're talking of many languages that God would give to, to a believer. And if, if, you, if you pay attention to, uh, to your own prayer in tongues, you may find that you speak more than one language when you pray in tongues, if God has given you that gift. Sometimes I pay attention to what uh, was happening on the platform, and sometimes when I hear Pastor Colin, when he, he, sometimes he goes on this Chinese kind of, of tongue, uh, and you know, then you know that God is speaking some prophetic word to us, you know, and he, then you go, Jin Dan, Dong Dan, you know, you know I, 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 you can't imitate it, but you know, you hear this kind of tongue that it would come. And so the, this, this, this is the operation of the diversity of tongues. And I notice in my own prayer life that sometimes I, I, my, my tongue would break out into, into some very strong words that, that, that would signify that I'm doing spiritual warfare. And sometimes I, I become like a little child in the way I'm expressing myself and kind of saying very sweet words. And I understand by the Spirit that I'm actually 
speaking praise words to God and I'm, I'm uh, um, relishing my, my, my position as a child of God and, and just loving being in the presence of God. That is the understanding that I've received because I, you know, the, the, when you see the operation of the uh, uh, diversities of tongues. Now, these, tongue, these diversities of tongues, unlike the first kind of tongue that I mentioned about, is supposed to be exercised in the context of a church gathering. When I say church, you understand what I mean in, in all of its forms, whether it's a, it's a companion or, or, the, uh, or, the, or, the, or the or the or the small group level or the congregation, and so on and so forth. In the context of other people, unlike the, 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 your own prayer language that you pray in the privacy of your own home that is God-directed and is meant just for you and God alone, the diversities of tongues is supposed to be exercised within the context of a church because it, it's, it's, it gives the opportunity for, for, the, uh, for, the, for the church to receive the counsel of God. Um, and, you know, it's, it's listed in, 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 in chapter 12 of 1 Corinthians, verse 28, among the other uh, languages. And the, it says the, the purpose of the gift is for the benefit of others. So the diversities of tongues are supposed to be exercised along with all the other gifts for the benefit of the church. And... We, 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 these, these diversities of tongues are useful only when they are interpreted. So it is pretty useless for somebody to stand up in the middle of the service and go on for like the next one minute speaking in tongues, speaking in tongues, and then go back and sit down. And then you'd wonder, so what was all that about? But... The diversities of tongues are supposed to be exercised in the context of somebody speaking the unknown language and another person getting up to give the interpretation. Because if we don't, that's why, you know, Paul, in, in writing these letters uh, to, to, the, to the Corinthians, Paul was trying to set an order within the church and was trying to get people not to misuse the gifts that they have received and, that, and to know how to properly exercise the gifts. You see, all of us can speak in tongues, but we cannot all stand one after the other, speak in tongues and just sit down with, with no interpretation when we're just exercising our own private prayer language. But if we're exercising the gifts of the diversities of tongues, whereby the Holy Spirit has a message for the body, then it is all right for somebody to stand up and then for somebody else to interpret. In fact, Paul went on to say that when, when, you, when you give the, 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 the message in tongues, you should only give it if there's somebody to interpret. Because if there's, no, so, there's nobody to interpret and you just stand up and there's somebody, somebody if a stranger comes amongst you, he would say you are mad. You know, and, and they would be right to say so too, you know. Somebody just got upset something that was unintelligible. And... The, 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 our motivation for exercising the, the, the diversities of tongues, 
like all the other gifts of the Holy Spirit, is we, we are supposed to be motivated by the love for the brethren, by the love for God. So we, we don't just want to show off that we have a beautiful tongue language with which to, to praise God or, or that we can speak in tongues while other people cannot speak in tongues. We, we, our motivation is the love that we have for God and the love that we have for the brethren and for the purposes of God to be accomplished. So if God puts a message on our heart, then we want that message to be delivered and to do good to the body. So our desire is that God be glorified and our, our desire is that love uh, to, 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 to enable us to transmit the love of God to one another. Like all the other gifts, uh, Paul said that it would also cease. So um, tongues would also cease. So the only thing that would last forever is love. And just like we can pray with our understanding and sing with our understanding, we can also sing in the spirit and also uh, pray in the spirit. It says in 1 Corinthians 14, verse 15, it says, What then? Well, then what shall I do? I will pray in the spirit. I will also pray in words I understand. I will sing in the spirit and I will also sing in words I understand. So the, 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 the thing is that because we can pray in, this, in, the, in the language, God gives us the ability to also pray in an unknown tongue. Because we can sing in our language, God also gives us the ability to sing in an unknown tongue. So it's quite usual for us, whether in your private prayer or in the, in the public prayer, that we could also give uh, that message in tongues. There have been in meetings where people, the message that has come, the prophetic word that has come, has come in song. It's been sung in, in, in the spirit language and the, and the interpretation has come. The purpose, of course, is for the church to, to be strengthened. In 1 Corinthians 14, verse 4b, it says, but he who speaks a word of prophecy strengthens the entire church. And, and that same Jude passage that we looked at before says, but you, dear friends, must build each other up in your most holy faith. Pray in the power of the Holy Spirit. So as we, as, as we strengthen ourselves in praying in other tongues, in our prayer language, also in the diversities of tongues, when we exercise the diversities of tongues in our meetings, we, we can strengthen each other up because the prophet, the interpretation comes and that makes it a, a word of prophecy and the prophetic word would be a blessing to the audience. And of course, you know, the, the tongues is only useful when, when, we, when we interpret it. Paul said that it is something that we need to desire. It is something that we, we need to covet. He says in, in, in 1 Corinthians 14 verse 5, he says, I wish you could all speak in tongues. But even more, I wish you could all prophesy, for prophecy is greater than speaking in tongues unless someone interprets what you are saying so that the whole church will be strengthened. So the, the idea is that we should all desire not just to speak in tongues, but also to interpret. When, when we speak in tongues and when we interpret, we are bringing a word of prophecy. 
and it is, it's a blessing to, to, to us, just as a word, of, a, a word of prophecy with our understanding is a blessing to us. Now, we talk about interpretation. It is not translation. It, you know, when a word, of, a, word of, uh, a word may come through tongues, a message may come through tongues, and it may be very long. And the interpretation may actually come and come very, very short indeed. Maybe, you know, the equivalent of, of two sentences. Maybe somebody had spoken a whole paragraph and the interpretation comes and it's two such sentences. What it is is that we, we give the interpretation that is a sense of what the Lord is wanting to say to his people. It is not a word-for-word translation or what has been given because the inspiration comes from the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit uh, determines how that word would be, be given. The whole purpose of it is to empower, empower the church, empower us to witness, empower us to prophesy, empower us to do the work of God. So Paul rejoiced in, the, in his own ability to speak in tongues. We also should rejoice in the, when, when God gives us that ability we should covet it. We should look for it. And, and the first kind of tongues that I referred to before is it's a given. It's like giving your life to Christ, you get born again. When you get born again, you become a candidate to receive the Holy Spirit. And with the Holy Spirit, you receive the power to speak in tongues. It comes, the, the power to, come in, to speak in tongues comes with your getting, being baptized in the Holy Spirit. It's part of the package. And therefore, we are encouraged to speak in tongues because as we speak in tongues, we, we open ourselves up to receive more of God and we open ourselves up to receive more of the gifts of the Holy Spirit and it enables us to enter into the, the, the other dimension of the of, of, of other gifts that God has for us, especially the diversities of tongues and their interpretation. Paul said that, we, we, we should encourage, we should, we should, we should be encouraged in, in doing this and that we should be eager to prophesy and that we should not forbid people from speaking in tongues. That's First Corinthians 14, 39. Say, be eager to prophesy and, and don't forbid the speaking in tongues. Because, you know, when, when, you, when, you, when the, word of, the prophetic word comes from the Lord, it comes to comfort, it comes to encourage, it comes to build us up, it, it comes to, to kind of push us forward in that which God has for us. And every Christian owes themselves the, 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 um, the duty to spend quality time speaking in tongues to the Lord. Because when you speak in tongues, your faith is built up. You, it's like, like somebody charging a battery. Your ba- you know when your, 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 phone, your phone is about to die, you, you, know, then the, you, you don't hear the other party very well. The, uh, the apps don't work very well. But then when you charge it up, then everything begins to work wonderfully. So it's the same thing. When, when, when we, we pray in tongues, it's as if our batteries are being charged up. We're being tuned up to God. And it enables us to discern the things that God is wanting to do. And, and we, we, our antenna is connected to God's wavelength. And we, we're now able to receive more of God. It, 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 is, it is in our own interest to desire the gifts of, of speaking in, in diversities of tongues, 
and also to seek to interpret because that's, that's the usefulness of it because it is to totally um, irrelevant if we have the gift of uh, diversities of tongues and we cannot interpret. So when you pray your own prayer language, it's important to ask the Lord to help you to understand what it is you're saying. Even though it's true that when we speak in tongues, we do not understand what we're saying because we're speaking to God, but God would also give us the interpretation if we ask. Amen? At this point, I believe that it, it's a great opportunity for us to receive the power of the Holy Spirit. I would like to pray for two groups of people. First of all, I'd like to pray for those who have not been baptized in the Holy Spirit at all, or who have been, or, or maybe you, you've been prayed for, but you have not spoken in tongues, I, I believe that the power of God is present today to touch you. And I, I take great joy in praying for people to receive the Holy Spirit because I had a lot of trouble uh, uh, praying in tongues myself. And, and because of that, I have great, I have great empathy and yet, I also believe that God has given me uh, a, an anointing in that regard as well to pray for people to receive the Holy Spirit because I have been there. You know, I, I, when, when, before I, I, I began speaking in tongues, I, I had heard all, all kinds of testimonies of what happened and people would dramatize the, the Holy Spirit coming upon them and what happened, and the, and the wonderful things. And some of them, they're supposed to encourage you, but actually, they frightened me. Because, you know, they mentioned about how, oh, there was this fire, and there was this, they were, this, this cold sweat, and they described all kinds of things, and they fell down, and so on. But by the time it was my turn, I was now ever so frightened, because I thought maybe some big brick was going to fall on my head, and I'm going to, I was going to fall down. And so I did not know what to expect and, I, and it took me, I tell you, it took me a whole year from the time I gave my life to the Lord. And I, I believed, I, I, I was, and I was prayed for to receive the Holy Spirit. I, don't, I do not know how many hands were laid on me. There were, many, there were more hands that were laid on me than I've got here anyway. That's for sure. But in the end, I had to come to a place where I had to understand that actually, it's not a big deal. This, this is a gift. You don't struggle to get a gift. And you, 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 there's, there's no effort on my part. This is something that God is wanting to give me. And it is to help me in my walk, my Christian walk, so that I can make a success of my walk with the Lord. And it's, the Holy Spirit is called alongside so that I would do not walk this walk alone. And God is a God of love. He doesn't give bad gifts to his children. He only has good gifts because he is a good God. And, and so I had to come to that place of realization that God loves me and therefore everything he gives me is, is bound to be good. And when I just settled that in my spirit, I was, I was quite amazed how undramatic it was in the, in the end. You know, I, I, all I did was just um, recount how Jesus Christ has died on the cross to save me from my sins and de declare that he is Lord uh, of my life and, and my savior and that I wanted to serve him all the days of my life. After having made that declaration, 
I then just asked him to come and baptize me with the Holy Spirit and, and accompany it with the gift of tongues as he had promised in his word. And I had, I had hands laid on me and pronto, I began speaking in a new tongue. I thought, wow, this is beautiful. This is awesome. And it was so sweet, you know. It, it, it was not such a big deal. So if there's anybody here, before we go on to uh, pray for the diversities of tongues, I'd like to pray for you. If you don't speak in tongues, you haven't received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but you believe that Jesus Christ is Lord, and give, you want, to, want him to be Lord of your life, and you want to serve him, and you want this, the, the, to, to receive this gift of the Holy Spirit, if you just put up your hand, I'd just like to pray with you. Okay, I see hands going up. If you would just come to the front, please. Uh, we just, we just pray for you very quickly. It's not a big deal. Can we just thank the Lord for this once? Okay. Is anybody coming from upstairs? All right, I just want you to say this simple prayer with me, and, um, and then, we'll, then I'll just pray for you, and just by faith, you just, you just begin to pray in tongues. You can lay hands on them as well. <laughs> okay, just say this simple prayer. Father God, I thank you for your love for me. I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that he died on the, on the cross to save me from my sins. I received Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior. I ask now that you would baptize me with the Holy Spirit, followed with the speaking in tongues. Thank you. Because I know that you have heard me and I will speak in a new language. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. Just lift your hands to the Lord. It's a, it's a, the, the tongues is a, it's a language for praising the Lord and magnifying him and extolling him. We're just going to pray for you now. Okay. Do you want to lay hands on them? Yeah, you can lay hands on them. Don't want to fall down. Father, in Jesus' name, we just pray for these ones as that the power of the Holy Spirit would rest upon them right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, touch them now by your power. Let the Holy Spirit come mightily upon them now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now by faith, begin to speak in a new language. By faith, just open your mouth and begin to speak. Go on, speak in a new language in Jesus' name. Go on. Open your mouth and begin to speak. You speak. Sheba hose kere baha santaria, varia bakos kere baha, hose kere baha santeriaba. Open your mouth, out loud, speak loud, speak with confidence. 
A number of you are speaking already. Shema sukereba hoskereba hasente. People of God speak in tongues if you speak in tongues already. Sheka bahoskereba hasante riaba hosene. Ema suteriaba hoskerekere. Oriaba hoseta raba hoskereba hasandaria. Thank you, Jesus. Koteri baba soteri abaha santaria. Ema hoskere baha. Shema soteri abaha sotaria. Ema hoskere baha sonteria. Ema sukere baho senteria. Ema hostere bahostere ma santa. Ema hasoko shi karabahoskere bahoskere kabahoskere. Kiri ma soteria bahoskere baha. Banderi bahoskore baba senteria ba. Eri baba soteri abaha sedere. They are speaking. Shera mahoskereba. Ere bahoskereba ha. Ere bahoskereka labasum. Sheka bahoskerekekebo. Let's all stand up and let's all begin to speak in tongues. Speaking a new tongue. And ask the Holy Spirit to fill us with diversities of tongues. Sheka bosakarabasunteria. Ema hoskereba. Father, in Jesus' name, we covet. We covet the gift of diversities of tongues. Lord God, that you would speak to us, your people, through tongues. And we pray also, Lord God, for the interpretation of the same in the name of Jesus. Lord God, so that we can be built up, so that we can be strengthened, so that, Lord God, we, we, your, your church can, can be encouraged. Oh God, so that we can be comforted through that which you impart to us. Lord, in Jesus' name, we're looking to you for a new tongue. New, pray for a, a new tongue today. Pray for a new tongue. You who are already speaking in tongues before, ask for a new tongue. Ask for the Lord to give you a new tongue that will be a blessing to, to yourself, that will be a blessing to, to the group that you belong to, that will be a blessing to one another, that God's name may be glorified, that God would use you to edify your, 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 your cell and your, edify your church. That, that God will build us up even as we exercise the, the diversities of tongues and their interpretation. Father, thank you. Thank you, O Lord God, because your gifts for, to us, O God, are, are, are for the body and for building us up and to enable us to do the work of the gospel. We bless you, Father. We bless you, Father. Father, we receive from you that which you intended for us today. In the name of Jesus, may our lives never be the same again, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Shekabo sakaba sunteria. Bahasunteria bahoseke. Shiri bahoskara bahasente. Koria bahoskere bahosenteria. Kori shed abasunteria. Shekarabasunteria basunteria. Shekabasunteria ba. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I believe that there's been an impartation this afternoon. And I, I really encourage you, don't just go away uh, uh, and, and just forget about it. I, I, I really want to encourage you to exercise what God has given you. And, and when you when you go to back to your groups, begin to ask the Lord to, to, uh, to show you at what appropriate time you can exercise this gift and, and then be a blessing to other people. Let's just pray. Father, we thank you. 
Thank you, Lord God, for the gifts that you have put within your church to build the church up, to enable us to do the work of the gospel. And Lord God, thank you for that which you have imparted amongst us today. We thank you, Lord God, that your gifts are without repentance. And even as we go our separate ways, I pray, Lord God, that these gifts may enable us to build each other up and enable us, oh God, to be more effective in the work of the gospel to which you have called us. We thank you, Lord God, and we bless you in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Let's give the Lord a clap of praise.